clarify these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Lou Gregory, and here's what's coming up today. Two wins against Wigan in a week, one in the cup, one in the league. Which one of them two impressed you the most? Two brilliant wins, four goals, uh, clean sheet in the second one. Today, we discuss the second win uh, in a little bit more detail, and we just, you know, kind of see how it's all going right now because that's four league or four away wins in a row, um, which isn't too bad at all. So, yeah, looking pretty good and a, a good week. And Thankfully, no more Wigan this season. Um, Tires with me, days with me. Hello. Two good wins, weren't it, uh, through the week? Oh, yes. I mean, every away win or whatever circumstance it is, is always a good win. So, yeah. yeah pretty good. happy. Yeah, well, really happy. Can we play mm. them every week? If you can guarantee the result. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? It would be good. Um, Just play anyone away from home at the moment. Win. It Start. just seems like at the moment our away form... Well it, well, it is something that doesn't seem like it. It is so much better our away form than our home form. Um, just kind of think that if we can replicate that away form at home, uh, we're in for a good end to the season, really, aren't we? Well, you shouldn't be too worried because I think I read a stat as well. We're, we're above where we were or, or near enough where we were last season. And if we turn the home form into the same as the away form, then we should be thinking we can really make the playoffs. I, mean, I, think, I think the top two spots are... Yeah, you know, they're, they're gone, aren't they? Really, or, or near enough gone? Yeah, I don't think West Brom will, would say that they, they're out of the race yet or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's good times, isn't it? It is. Um, some three-word views then of Wigan nil, Luton two. Dwayne says, "Wonderful week in Wigan." Uh, wow, well, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason says, "Perfect away performance." Ryan says, "Back on track." Kevin says, "Midfield is strong." Sam says, "He's magic." You dot dot dot. Jack says Pelly Ruddock and Panzu. Lizzie, onwards and upwards. Ad says no more Wigan. Um, do you know what? I, I will say Jack's Pelly Ruddock and Panzu. I thought he was very good on Saturday against Wigan. I, I was very impressed of him. And, <laughs> Can yeah, I just was, say, Pataro, are you going to tell me that the, the, the podcast listeners what you told me on Saturday when we was watching the game about Pelly? I'll tell you what, Dave. I will let you do that, but I will, uh, <laughs> I will stop you and correct you if you're wrong in any of the quote that I've said. But yeah, What did on. you say? To be fair, I mean, Dave, go on. I'll let you. No, no, go on. I'm waiting for you quickly. So basically, I was uh, saying that Pelly has been fantastic for us since pretty much since he came back from injury. Apart from obviously the starting few games, I think it was. But um, I basically said, I saw a tweet the other day, I liked it about putting some respect. I can't remember who said it now, but it was about putting respect on Pelly's name. And I liked it, and basically said he was a bit of a club legend. I went, you know what? I'm starting to sway in that favour a little there bit. You yeah, go. Um, there you go. It took a while, but he's true. Yeah, he had, yeah. he, Pelly was brilliant on the weekend. In fact, the whole team were brilliant, but Pelly put in a really good performance. Yeah, he's just got a bit of a different player at the moment, Pelly. And good to see Cornick and Adebayo on the score sheet, especially Adebayo. That's three and three for him now as well. Um, we said last week that his confidence would have been done the world of good after scoring against <coughs> West Brom. Uh, then he scores 98th minute at Wigan in midweek and again 
at the weekend, a, a brilliant finish as well. Yeah, no, it was, like you say, a really good finish. But can well, so I know we're talking about Adibayo, but obviously Cornick for me was the man on Saturday. Obviously what he was doing, but like you say, Adibayo's confidence is, well, it's up there and it's, well, Morris out of the team with a slight injury yeah. at the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> It's always good news. Excuse me, I've got something. But it's not <coughs> something that we haven't... Yeah. We've missed it because we know he can do it. I think, you know, the, the last season he was he was on fire for most of it. Uh, so we know he's a good enough striker. He just needed to, to you know, get going. The same way that Morris, when when Morris scored, then he got on a roll. Mm-hmm. So let's hope Adibayo's in the same position. What's that? Three, go- uh, three goals in three games now? Right? Yeah, not bad, yeah. is it? Yeah, and he's put, he's put... But he's putting in an effort. He's putting in a huge effort. And we know effort. he's capable of it yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and let's be fair, the 98th minute in the, in the FA Cup, it was a pretty, you know, he had to snap it quite well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Did anyone tell you I really love replays, by the way? What a game. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I think you told me on the night, actually, when we went, went through. I think you texted me that night and going, oh, yeah. I yeah, I love FA yeah. Cup replays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought you tossed. I didn't even realise that Campbell wasn't starting until like half an hour mm-hmm. in. And I was like, oh, Campbell's not even playing. Um, bit of a shock but then you can understand why though yeah but I yeah. feel like Watson come in he, he did a good job uh, and I, I don't know maybe I'll give credit to Watson and say that's the reason I didn't notice Campbell was there, wasn't playing because I feel like Watson was in and around it and, and kind mm-hmm. of you know just keeping everyone quiet um, and I think we started pretty well didn't we he, we went, we took the elite the lead on the 11th minute Stephen Corker, uh obviously just mm-hmm. back in England for the first time after a, f- a few years away and wouldn't have well could have dreamt of a better start to his Wigan career from giving the ball away. Yeah, I I actually, start. I would say he didn't give the ball away. I think uh, Cornick won it well. Was it Cornick who won it and then took it on? Yeah. I think he, he was, the, the press for us was high. It was bad defending. Yeah. It, I'm not saying bad. it wasn't bad defending. I'm saying. You're just going for the positive, Dave. I understand. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> uh, it, when you say, he gave it away. Look, when you say give the ball away, I kind of think. Well, they're not going to watch that back and go. To be fair, Stephen Corker couldn't have done anything there because he was just tackled. He'll go, no, he, he gave done, the ball away, mate. He should have done something more, but you've got to give credit for calling it to getting on front of him and getting on top of him and putting that tackle in. And then staying on his feet as they tried to foul him before he scored, um, you know, and, and then putting the ball away mm-hmm. really well. So without the high press, without us being right up against them and, and, and putting him under pressure to make him make the error... So that's what I'm saying. We forced yeah. that error. It wasn't an error of, you know, we just miskicked the ball or whatever. It was a forced error by our, our attack. Yeah, no, no, I, I, can, I agree. Obviously, with what you say there is a forced error. But also, I've noticed um, this Rob Edwards whole high press thing. It's almost like it's high press now in, in volumes. It's like three at a time, around one, two players. All right, sometimes it might not work for us, but at the moment it's, it's working very well for us, I think. Also, maybe Stephen Corker just wasn't up to speed with being back in the championship. You know, he's been away in different countries. Turkey I think Turkey's yeah. been away in. So, yeah, maybe coming over back to England and actually kind of surprised, especially that Luton Town are pressing like that, you know. Yeah, well, he probably um, couldn't work out why there was no sunshine or weather. And it was just like <laughs> exactly. windy and oh, going back up north. And massive credit to Cornick for the finish because, you know, we, we speak about his finishing in the past and how sometimes he can do better with his, with his strikes. But this was powerful, firm. It was on target mm. I think it did take a little nick on the way through yeah, it but did, yeah. it went in the back of the net and that's the most important thing in that situation especially when you're given that opportunity to score mm-hmm. uh, you have to take it which for once we did and like you say I say for once that's a bit harsh but oh, yeah, you know what I mean yeah I was going to say that is a bit out of all with Gregor right? just you know kick that button a little bit but, <laughs> um, now like you say there was there was obviously defenders in front of him as well and obviously it's taken that deflection he's gone in 
but like you say, he's he's done really really well there. Like yeah. you say, Dave, the high press, the yeah. obviously the hunting and, him and down, the pressure, and pressure, yeah, pressure, not letting him not letting him play out the back. Basically, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great to see. They continue to try to play out the back as well, mm. which is you know it's not successful for them. And, and, and I, I not don't good think. Well, I was going to say that it wouldn't be disrespectful to say no. that. I think their own fans are saying they're not good enough to do that at the moment. You know, and they're, they're desperate for a win, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, since, I mean, was it Kyra Torre's coming on? Obviously, I know we're not talking about Wigan, but yeah, but they won a game yet. No, not, not, uh, no, not, not with him. Torre, no. I think they'd lost 4-1 in their three previous fixtures Ooh. before playing us. Well, at least we kept a clean sheet against yeah, them then. So. Uh, but the aggregate score is just about the same. Isn't it? Yeah, mm. true. Yeah. Um, Wigan had the ball in the net, Ashley Fletcher. I mean, they said this in commentary at the time. Uh, they weren't really threatening much, but that was kind of a a little taster of what they can do when they start playing well. And I felt like there was that 10 minute spell when they had that goal disallowed where they were kind of on top. And I was thinking, Oh, come on, just stay firm here. But um, looking back at the replays, it was the correct decision. In the end Fletcher did look and like he was be, offside. To so. be fair, it was a very good decision. I very mean, good decision. I know if you watch it, obviously the still, obviously um, <clears throat> you see, obviously his initial, he was started off, obviously onside, uh, offside and tries to get back onto an onside position, but obviously too late by that point. If you actually watch it and slow it, obviously with the still frame, like you see, obviously he's probably about a head, maybe ahead of the defender. Yeah, and that for the referee, uh, the linesman, sorry to say that is absolutely fantastic because if you watch it on in the actual full speed replay, Fletcher's run is quite, it's quite clever. And obviously, I know it's not clever enough to beat the offside trap, but if you watch it, he actually moves like it's almost like he diverts himself and tries to curve his run a little bit more. And for, well, well, him to move that, like you say, him to move like step across and go again, and the linesman to see that—that's that's the kind of and professionalism I, yeah, we need. I get, I get that, but you don't get that every week. But I would say also, if that goal had stood, then we might have had a totally different game because they'd have been on us um, for that time. So I'm grateful that the, the flag went up um, at the time. I thought, wow, that's a really yeah. big decision in our favour. But you're right when you look back at it in detail. It was right decision, so you know, please for that. Who needs VAR, right? Um, exactly, mate. So not all this nonsense about VAR and his previous <laughs> chances are relevant now, isn't it? Uh, into the second half, it was two 0 after fifty-two minutes. Adebayo scoring his third in three games. A cracking pass by Osho uh, found Adebayo and him and Cornick linked up really nicely. Nice little one-two. Uh, Cornick returned the pass back, and Elijah first time finished bottom in, in bottom corner. Really good goal. That really good goal. Yeah, it was like a FIFA goal, wasn't it, really? Yeah, back to front and attack yeah. in seconds. But the link-up between Andy Bayer and, and uh, Cornick was amazingly good, quick, and they were really quick on it. That It was, you know, it was an amazing goal to to to, to score, really. I liked, I just liked the interaction yeah, between the players. Quality, it was, it it? was like three touches in the net, you know. It's great. It was just it was just quality football. It was just one-touch pretty much football. And I mean, Andy Bayer, I mean, the, the ball in from our show to Andy Bayer's feet, the little flip around the corner... Cornet's little run onto it and then that neat little pass back. I think it was through Corker's legs, was it? Yeah. And then by his finish. Some might doubt the goalkeeper, but a good finish. It's a good finish. So, yeah. He's back, isn't he, cool. Elijah? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we've seen a glimpse of him anyway, even when he hasn't been scoring. I, was, I think I said it last week, week before, people need to, you know, get off his back and people saying about, oh, we should have took the five million, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. Obviously, you're starting to see it again now. Elijah at his best, so. Do you still look <clears> at Elijah Adebayo and just think, Give him two years potentially, and we do have a fifteen million pound player there. Well, to be fair, I mean, I think we were saying last season. I mean, I was saying that he's worth, I'd say, near enough double figures. But then, you know, you take it into perspective, maybe not. But I can't see why not. He's still how old is he now? Twenty three, twenty four. 
Not sure, mate. Not even that, probably. But yeah, he's he's still a young kid, pretty much, and he's got a lot of potential. Everyone knows this. We see it last season. I think maybe because of the fact that he hit the heights straight away last season, and obviously a little bit the season before that, but if he's, he's just trying to get back to where, obviously, hitting the high heights that he was hitting, so yeah. He, he must have the ambition. He must have that ambition to be that Premier League scorer. And why Why not? Why can't he be? And I, mm. and I, and I know you can refer to Ivan Tony if you want, where he came from to where he is now. In a very short space, he went for a large fee. You know, and he's, look at what he's doing now. So there's no reason why Eddie Bayo couldn't be that player that makes that jump. And if he's not with us and we get a nice fee for him, brilliant. You know, good luck to the boy. But I'd rather still keep him though. Of course I would. But I mean, I, I was saying what Luke said, yeah, keep him for another couple of seasons. This might be our opportunity to, to move on. If not, he gets an offer in in a couple of seasons' time. If he's banging the goals in regularly, someone will come for him. And then we can make some money. Um, not a lot happened really between that and the end of the game. I mean, I can't really remember much else happening. I know the ref was given a few games, dodgy yeah. decisions and stuff, but um, two wins at Wigan in one week. It's the fifth in eight under Rob Edwards. Wow. Um Jacob's put here a really nice little stat. Luton have had the same amount of wins at the DW Stadium as Wigan have had the whole season. Um, so, yeah, just a nice little stat there. But Sorry, on, on, uh, every week you've got to say something about Jacob. Is this true, Jacob? Are you sure? Because <laughs> I remember you said the other day you're always digging me out for saying something yeah, about true. a stat or whatever, this and that. But no. Can you confirm your thoughts, please, Jacob? Yes, please, sir. <laughs> um, also, Saturday's game was the first time Cornick and Adabay have scored in the same game since a 3-1 win at Hull in March 2022, and that's from Mike Simmons. Oh, wow. Um, but Cornick and Adebayo, you know, the song says it. Mm-hmm. Uh, impressive to, be, to have them back up front together again. But to be fair, they probably haven't played a lot together, have they, in the last mm-hmm. year? So, yeah. But no, I mean, look, Cornick, you need to, we need to go back to Cornick just for a second. This guy on Saturday, he, he didn't, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, it was amazing, like, do you know what I mean? Like a well-beat. It was nothing like that. It, was, it wasn't the best of games quality-wise, really. But it's going to be a bit like that sometimes. But he just did everything correctly. And he didn't like, you know, sometimes we see Cornick, like you say, running with the ball, heavy touch, losing the ball, getting pushed off the ball. But none of that. It was almost like he got the ball and he made his mind up within like a second. Play the ball, pass the ball back, mm-hmm. run. Do you know what I mean? And he, he was quite clever with it. But no, just a big mention for Cornick because he was quality. Yeah, you were saying that all game, to be fair. Yeah, he's brilliant. A bit like Pelly, like we bigged him up. Cornick the, as well. To be honest, the whole team performance was yeah, excellent. Yeah. And the way that we, we, we attacked that game and, and the way that we managed the game really well, um, you know, every, in every department, really. And, and in the second half, didn't really feel that well, Wigan were going to score, really. And, no, uh, no, I think you're right. I think we did, we did a great job. And if we play like that every week, we'll, we'll get more points than we lose. It's nice to have that reaction, isn't it, from the last league game against West Brom, if we skip out the Wigan in midweek, but yeah. just to get back on track in the championship, especially with, you look at our fixture list coming up, obviously we're in the FA Cup next weekend now. Um, so just having that break again, it would have been like another couple of weeks to get back on into league action, but it's kind of left us in a nice place again now with another two-week break yeah, until, so we, so we until the league be. action again. Like I say, there's nothing worse. I mean, I think all football fans, all football fans think the same thing, that when, obviously, you go with a little league break and you've, you've lost a game or you haven't, you've gained, like, say, two points out of a possible 10 or 12 or whatever, then you know it's... 
it's a bit like, oh, I have to wait around. Have to wait yeah, around you just want to get it another yeah. three points straight away, really, don't you? We can sort of enjoy it and go, oh, do you know what? Two weeks now to celebrate our league win. Look at the table, it's looking a bit pretty still. So, yeah, yeah game in hand. Yeah, you so win your game in hand. Good, yeah. And we're, we're right up there again, aren't we? It's, it's great. It's great to be a Luton fan right now. It's, it's lovely to have these sort of moments. Well, we'll talk about the FA Cup in a bit. Um, producer Jacob says we should do a little chat on form focus. And he says stats and credit for the idea has to go to at We Are Luton Town on Twitter. So thanks for that um, idea, guys. Um, why do you think our home form hasn't been as good as the away form this season? And then we've got a bit of a comparison here. Our home and away form from this season. At home, we've won three, drawn seven and lost three. And away, we've won eight, drawn two and lost four. To be honest, I felt like we've lost more at home, but... I don't know, I think that's because maybe we take the lead sometimes and we draw and we it feels yeah, like a loss, like you know. Um, I just feel like I've walked away from home games this season more disappointed than I have happy. Um, because you think we've thrown the game. You think, yeah. you, know, you know, last minute, last minute equalisers and, and, and goals that you shouldn't give away. Um, but I think, I think we're back to where we were when, when people used to come to us from the non-league, you know. They used mm. to come up, they shut up shop. And they yeah, try to catch it. on the break. And we we found it hard to break some teams down. But we've also found it hard to defend that lead. Yeah. Um, no, yeah so right. I just think people set themselves up differently at Kenilworth Road than they do in their own places. Um, yeah. And I don't think that... I think maybe they just underestimate what we can do when we are on top. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think in previous seasons, we have been underestimated. Sorry, I can't get my words out tonight. I don't know what's going on. Mm. But um, like I said, I think the first couple of comments here that I just read... I on the sheet. They're basically saying about teams obviously coming to Luton and not being so open. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like saying yeah, it's a compliment to us, pretty much. Like Stace is there, it's a compliment to us. But it is because, like you say, Dave, people underestimated us. Maybe a couple of years back, for our oh, Luton, they nearly got relegated. They can't be that good. Blah blah blah. Let's, we, they're beatable now. People are thinking, you know what? We can go go away from Kenilworth Road with a point. That's probably not a bad result. Yeah. I mean, Sheffield United. Look how many times they've dominated teams this season. I'm not saying they're the most open teams play. But they came like against us. You remember it, the draw, mm-hmm. and I think it was Ivan Sky, wasn't it? And I think we dominated them. Like, and that wasn't that's not really how we play, really, is it? We don't dominate teams, and we sort of like we dominated them a little possession. They sat deep. They just I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I think like you say, it's a compliment to us. So we'll take it. The thing that I look at that stat and I just go, for God's sake, if we'd have just turned some of those draws sure. into wins. We just hold on for a little bit longer, or you didn't give that last minute winner away to Wigan, and and, and that, they they won the game in ten minutes, didn't they? At half place, and uh, I just I just feel that teams do set themselves up differently, but when they get a goal, they sense they can get another one, and they push on. You know, it's disappointing, disappointing. But you know, what if if it was the other way around, we'd be going. You know, we done all right. We've drawn seven times away. Yeah, no, yeah. that's exactly right. Um, obviously, just normally you think it is harder to get points away from home so you think if we can do it away if we could just do this at home we'd be going for automatic promotion wouldn't we let's be honest um so it's not the end of the world for that home form and no, you look at the next not. five fixtures to be fair it always makes it easier with the away form being so good yeah 100 percent. um yeah and imagine though if it wasn't and then we're at the bottom end of the table and then we're starting to panic yeah um but we're in a good position yeah, I mean, look, the way I would look at it here, right, in this instance is, right, you flip it out, uh, the form, obviously the home and away form, obviously round. So you look at the away form, right, winning eight, drawing two, drawing two losing four. I told you I can't speak tonight. If you flip that around and say that's your home form and then put obviously your home form in that situation, you look at it and go, that's good. That's really, really good. Well, look, let's 
get into some comments because Stacey kind of agrees with what you both said. Um, as teams come to Luton and defend more because of our good home form last season, it's a compliment to us, which is the reason why she thinks our uh, form isn't as good as uh, home form isn't as good as away form. Um, Gray says teams are not so open at ours anymore. They're harder to break down. And we leave ourselves open a bit more. Adam says it's the natural change in fortune after being very defensively solid and making the playoffs last season. Um, teams look at a point at Kenworth Road as a positive result. Virtually no little old Luton remarks this year, which is yeah. credit to us, isn't it? Of course. Like you say, you can only be positive when teams, like you say. I still think, I genuinely still think most fans see Luton fiction and think, oh, we're going to win that. Mm-hmm. I still think that. I think, I think they are disappointed when they don't come away with all the all the points. They don't see us as that big team anymore or that team that can do that. So I sort of agree with Adam. Do you really? Do you really yeah. think that? That'd yeah, I do. That. I still think people come to our I place. Think certain think, teams will. Yeah, and they always think, oh, it's three points. I always think that. And um, we should beat Luton. We should be beating Luton. I still think that happens all the time. We might not hear it a lot, but I bet you all those fans are sitting there going, yeah, we should win that one this week. Don't it's get wrong. Very, I know QPR definitely think that. Cause it's I a winnable... I the comment section all the time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a winnable fixture. Luton Town, away fans, home fans, when they're playing us, they say this is winnable. You know, it's that's, that's like saying when we play Barnsley, we would sit there and go, oh, that's a winnable game. We should be yeah, beat but Barnsley. But I never thought that. I would never think that. I know what you're saying, though, obviously, yeah. but from our point of view, we'd never. Th- but then people that think that, they're a bit thick, aren't they? They're a bit stupid because you can't. Even if it's Oxford United, for example, you look at it and go, I mean, if we got Oxford in the FA Cup next round, if we if we beat Grimsby, I'm not saying we're going to beat Grimsby. That's the point I'm making. If we, then we went and got Oxford, whoever's Oxford on in it, man. Oh, okay, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Give me a league club, League One club that's still in it. Anyone? Accrington Stanley. Is still in it? There yeah, until so, tomorrow night potentially. Ah, so okay, Accrington win their game. They go through. We play them. We still look at that and we go oh, Accrington away. It's winnable. Tough fixture though, we're, we're, because we're not people. Are, I don't know. You don't expect things in football, surely, do you? To win a game. You can sit there and go, yeah, but they're a smaller club. They're not getting paid as much, like this and that. They're, to be fair, know, we sit like, at the end of a podcast and look at our next five fixtures and go, yeah, we'll win all three of them. Yeah, but we said they're we'll, winnable. Win all they're winnable. It doesn't mean we're going to win them. But you still look at yeah. it and you've got to be sensible about the situation, though. But yeah, I'll see when we get onto the fixtures, we're going to win every single one anyway, so that's all right. <laughs> uh, ben says they've all been tight draws, fought out at home. Nathan often looked to preserve the point rather than grab all three. Hopefully, with what we've seen from Edwards, um, for example, the Norwich game and the subs, um, we will be attacking minded. Uh, Lou says we're looking at this last night three wins at home this season with a lot of draws not good can easily turn one point into three think we always slack in the last quarter of the game when winning at home and Lee says I've said it before um, that I see more positivity with Rob Edwards game plans and tactics subs seem much better and more effective not to mention development and game time with Doughty more recently Watson although it's still early I feel like Rob Edwards has taken us to a new level yeah I think I think the point we always slack in the last quarter of the game you know that um, in the past when we've been 1-0 up or whatever and then they start attacking, we drop back so deep sometimes and you, you can just feel the goal come in last minute or last two goals come in last two minutes and things like that. So I sort of agree with that. Um, but also, that's a good point by Ben. Nathan looked to preserve the win or the point rather than try and get it back, maybe. Maybe that's the right thing. Edwards has certainly impressed me in the time he's been at the club. So let's hope he's the one that takes us to the next step and the next level. Um, before we look at, well, look at the next five games, look at the next one game to start off with. Grimsby in the FA Cup on Saturday. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah? 
I'm, Any I'm reasons? Buzzing. Yeah, I love yeah. FA Cup, mate. Do you want it to go to a replay? Oh, it's <laughs> a replay. Re- oh, do you know what? Grimsby away is a great away day. I remember it. Uh, um, no, in all seriousness, Grimsby at home. I know I'm we're be, just I'm saying about teams like Luton and stuff, but um, it's a League Two club that aren't even doing that well in League Two at home. You would expect us to go quite strong in potentially if Morris is fit, you'd even maybe see Morris just getting some game time to, you know, be up again. Back back for the, the yeah, league in a couple well, of weeks, well, but we ain't risking to be fair. Well, I was I was on uh, their podcast the other night, and I had a chat with uh, four or five of them online, and they they're not happy that they're even drawn us. Um, and yeah, probably so. But it's not because you know they don't think they can beat us, but you know they realise it's going to be a tough game. But they wanted they wanted the big ties, so the money we, ties, yeah. Of course. <clears throat> um, so you know they're wondering, can they? Hold out if they keep if they keep a clean sheet for some time, then maybe they they could catch us on the on the break. But um, I th- I feel that they're beatable, and if we play to our strengths, we, if we put our strongest team out, then you would expect that we could we could we could get a goal. Uh, Morris could score if he's playing, and, and and really maybe Morris needs game time to come back from injury if he's available. So and I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not say I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm not looking forward to the blow up fish they're bringing though. <laughs> um, fish. I made a bold statement at work the other day uh, to oh a few God. of my colleagues. How, how bold is it? Bold or is it silly? Come on. Look, I said, <laughs> I said, realistically, if we get the luck of the draw get a in the FA Cup, yeah. there is no reason this year we can't why we can't potentially be in quarters. And this may sound absolutely stupid to some people, and they might call me an absolute idiot, but I'm, I'm th- sitting there thinking, if we get. If we beat Grimsby and get two favourable draws, we could be in the semi-final of the FA Cup. Am I stupid in saying that? No, no, no. and not. that's why you're not and, stupid and in saying is... that. You're just stupid in general. But no, <laughs> no, no. See, I'm only messing with you, man. Honestly, but this is this ask. is what the FA Cup should feel like. These are the sort of things that you want the FA Cup to be. Not oh crap, we've we've drawn Man City, then we're going to be out. So let me just read you some fixtures. Right in the fourth round on Saturday, Sheffield Wednesday v Fleetwood, Blackburn v Birmingham. Southampton v Blackpool, Ipswich v Burnley, Bristol City v West Brom, Fulham v Sunderland. Right, that's six ties. Stoke v Stevenage, seven. Wrexham v Sheffield United, eight. That's eight fixtures, right? And you're, you're basically saying, look I'm all saying those teams, they're winnable. Well, if we got one of them in the win, next yeah. round, it's say, say we got Blackburn at home in the next round, it's winnable. Then yeah. you're in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Say you get to the quarterfinals and you get West Brom at home. It's winnable. Why'd you have to pick West Brom at home for? Well, because, because it's the first team that I'm currently looking at on my oh, iPhone. Right. But y- even but you yeah, look maybe like a Fulham, a Southampton at home in an FA Cup quarterfinal. The Cup's always different it, as well. You know, hey, Southampton at home sounds good, doesn't it? Ooh, but that's the nothing. point. They're that's, winnable games. This is what I said to you the other week when we were talking about FA Cup and FA Cup replays, is that I always had that dream as a supporter, that I felt that Luton could go as far as possible. You know, they could get to the final. I always thought that. Recent seasons, not a chance. This season, if we get the right result on Saturday and then the right draw, then I'm dreaming again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Wembley for the semis. And also, what I would like to say on this note is about, um, <clears throat> I chat the other week about FA Cup and FA Cup replays. Mm-hmm. Also, if we go on to extra time penalties in the first game, 
against Wigan. We probably might have lost that. We also might have won and not had to play in midweek. Yeah, but then we went, so we went we away start, in one side, <laughs> convincingly, <laughs> which then set up the confidence to win away on Saturday. <laughs> Conversation over. Done. No, but that, but, I've, um, I've always said the magic of the FA Cup wasn't the same, but this season it, it can fire you up. Just two results in our favour and we're in the quarterfinals. Well, I'd love to know, you listening right now, or you watching right now, uh, join in on this debate. Realistically, how far do you reckon Luton Town can go in the FA Cup this season? Is saying, obviously is very optimistic, is saying we can get to a semi-final, stupid, unrealistic, or do we just have to get extremely lucky to get the draws to get to that it's stage? Always, I'll tell you something, so, you know. when it's a less fancied team to win the FA Cup, it's always the luck of the draw, always. And you get you get the win every now and then that you don't expect in the FA Cup. You know you can turn over a top team occasionally, but they don't all fall over, do they? Normally, so if Stevenage could beat Villa, we can win the cup. So there you go. Uh, win the FA Cup or finish in the playoffs? What would you pick? Win the FA Cup, of course. Any day of the week, get to an FA Cup but final. Don't we get, you get, get Europe. We'll get Europe on me. Win the FA Cup. Get promotion to the Premier League. What was that? Get to the final. Or win promotion to the Premier League in the playoffs? Uh, I've always wanted to see Luton Town in the FA Cup final. It's not a guaranteed win. It'll be 50-50. Well, it oh. won't be 50-50. It'll just be the odds oh, of whoever we're playing. Well, Let's like, just stop, all right? Now, what would you do, Retire? <laughs> well, what, to get into the Premier League or to get to a final of a playoff? So, guaranteed promotion in the playoffs or get to an FA Cup final? Probably just guaranteed promotion. To, yeah, to the Premier League because it's money, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. That's, that's the thing. Uh, I want to win like the FA, FA Cup. Cup. Can, can, can we not win the FA Cup as well? No. Okay. Well, we technically we could. We could do a double this year, can we? We just got yeah. one uh, more chance than the other, so yeah. True. We'll see. Um, next five games then. Grimsby in the FA Cup. Stoke at home. Coventry away. Preston away. Burnley at home. You're looking at that thinking Stoke at home. Now that's a good opportunity to keep our, we'll get our home form back on track and get a win. Coventry away is going to be tough. Preston away, we, I feel like we never win there. Um, and Burnley at home is going to be Really tough. Very tough. Really tough. They're on fire, aren't they, Burnley? Um, you know, their fans. When we accuse them of using parachute payments and they say, no, we haven't had any of those. We've sold our squad. We've sold our team. Um, and we've made our own money. Well, they only made that because they were in the Premier League in the first place. But, you know, they've, they've shown that they're a better quality than they were when we first went down to see them. To be fair, though. It's going to be very them. difficult. It's going to be very difficult. I'd love to turn Stoke over. Uh, Coventry is always one of those games where we, we, we put in a good performance most of the time. You just can't call that one. Uh, and you're right, I can't. Every time we go to bloody Preston, it's a nightmare. Yeah, do you know what? I've never been to Preston away. I think I might do that one. Are you always joining? Or not? Yeah, nah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah? Yeah. Go for the weekend, Manchester? No. No, fair <laughs> enough then. Is it? It's midweek though, isn't it? Oh, I think it's it? a Wednesday night or something. Yeah, you've got to be joking, right? No, um, oh, I think I'm, I think yeah. That's Sorry, mate. Weekend. I think it is actually midweek. You can let me dream for a bit longer. Um, well, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, bit of a quicker one today, um, but like, yeah, back next week to discuss all things Grimsby and hopefully into the next round of the FA Cup. But let's yeah, not get ahead of ourselves because it's going to be another tough game, isn't it? Of course. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for watching today. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.